Good Burger. This is the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number 204. I'm your usual host, Jared. I'm joined today by Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. I just came here to say that I'm not a pirate. That you're not a pirate? I am not a pirate. All right, cool. Uh, straight Only Jay gets that one, by the way. <laughs> straight from uh, a rapist's castle, I have Mr. Michael Mahoney. This is Enemy Slime, home of Enemy Slime. And uh, fresh, fresh back from his junior accounting adventures, I have Mr. J. Joseph Jr. This is Enemy Slime, home of the Enemy Slime. May I take your order? Oh, no, no. Yeah, his is better. He was more committed to the role. Yeah, that's true. It, it was better. I still don't think it was good, but it was better. I'm going to give you that. Well, we, got a, we got a heaping dose of a podcast for you today. Um, God, where should where should we begin? There hasn't really been any any news or anything, right? I I didn't really cover any of this before we got started, but I feel like nothing nothing big or important. Nothing uh, well, nothing that actually happened. Just nothing actually this. happened. But Eurogamer has been sucking Sea of Thieves' dick pretty hard. All right, we can get that out of the way first. Um, I haven't watched the latest Angry Joe video review for Sea of Thieves yet. But I'm sure when I do, I'll find out that it's not very good. Is that about what I'm going to discover? Does, does, like, Angry Joe actually talk shit about video games unless it's Metal Gear Survive? Angry Joe literally just gets fatter and louder (laughs) exponentially. uh, Bless his little heart. I mean, he's not not that that fat, but he's just, you can, he's puffing up over the years. Anyway. It used to be thin, though. That's the thing. Like, so you notice it much more. That's just part of getting older. So, you get older, you get fatter. Like, it's just. Well, I'm so sure maybe, that maybe, playing maybe video games and being it. mad all the time is really good for you. Maybe he should change it from the Angry Show Joe. To I mean, the, um, the Angry Show Joe. <laughs> angry I can show, anime. show. Also, I hope this is us starting a feud. Let's start a feud. He, 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 he should change his name to Rotun Rodriguez. <laughs> Rotun. <laughs> 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 no, oh, that's, no that's not that's not okay um, <laughs> although I would I, I think I'd actually probably be more likely to watch his channel if he reviewed cakes instead of games because uh, I really I really don't care what he thinks about video games but I actually really bet he probably knows a good cake when he sees one you did yeah. say that you wanted that's to start a pretty good so this is a good start or rather when he tastes one he knows it. this is some white cake I love it Hey, I love this chocolate cake. Oh, it's so good. Well, and funny enough, actually, I think if he reviewed cake, it might actually be better for his blood pressure in the long run because this dude's mad. And part, part of me, I like, I really hope that it's an act and he's playing it up. But you know how like every lie has a little nugget of truth to it. Like, yeah, I feel like I feel like this is he's probably got some anger issues for real. And uh, it's probably killing him from the inside. I bet his heart is just beating at 115 beats a second. Uh, (laughs) I think a second's a lot, but... (laughs) The reason we all identify with the angry video game nerd isn't because he's such a fantastical creation that it could never be. Yeah, I I don't know. Do games make you guys that mad? No. I'm sort of disappointed. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think Lucio has the right word for it. Sure, yeah. I mean, I've definitely, I've definitely felt that, and I've definitely been mad at a game before. Like it's happened, but I don't get mad at every game. 
Um, like, was there a point where you shouted at Sea of Thieves, Jay? No, in fact, Sea of Thieves, I was just really, really bored. Yeah, you so no, but I guarantee you, if I click on this video uh, and watch it, it's gonna be him just just screaming at the top of his lungs and flipping off the monitor and uh, <laughs> losing losing his mind over this as though it was some kind of personal assault or or affront. And again, it's an act, uh, and it's for our amusement. But still, like, I don't know if he's yeah. married or not, but if he is, his wife better keep her mouth shut. Because <laughs> I mean, think... she's rude. He does love her. He, she, he, she just makes him so mad sometimes. <laughs> why, why, do you make, why do you make me do this, baby? Yeah. Now, just to be clear, no one's saying that Angry Joe beats his wife. I'm saying that Angry Joe. That's beats like his wife. that's kind of like the. You want to start? You want to start a feud? Let's start a feud. That's a feud right no, 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 there. No, no. See, see, this is this is the thing. It's just like we were saying about Dumbledore being an outside the gate. We're just saying that Angry Joe, you know, the secret behind his character is that he beats his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. I let let's just go back to the part where he's hopefully not married. Because that that makes this uh, in no way could be construed as slander. This is this is actually this is a good time to mention that the Enemy Slime podcast is a is a uh, an act of parody and uh, a non profit organization. Uh, we mentioned that, <laughs> so we have no money. Episodes. Uh, and Ang- Angry Joe is uh, a fictional character that we made up. Any references to a real Angry Joe. <laughs> Are entirely you mean you, you mean Rotan Rodriguez? Coincidental. Any any any. There's no resemblance to any person living or dead. Yeah yeah yeah. And we we don't know you know our angry Joe, the character that we made up. He abuses his wife severely. <laughs> <laughs> just like oh, unconscionable. Just like, oh non-stop. my god! Like just someone like someone should do something. And like the neighbors keep calling the police. They can hear like dishes you know exploding against their wall. Uh, but they just uh, every time they show up, you know, the 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 wife says that everything's fine and says, no, 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 go back to your police station and go hunt down real criminals. There's nothing to see here. I slipped and fell. It's it's basically a lifetime movie going on here. I fell on this knife four times <laughs> in places where in places where I knew I wouldn't die. Uh, just the Angry Joe story. The Angry Joe story. That's the title. That's the title of the book. Uh, that I'm writing about a fictional character that I came up with, (laughs) named (laughs) named Angry Joe. All right, there we go. I feel I feel like we're safe here. Um, we nailed that one. Nailed that one. Everything's gonna be just fine. Oh boy, you guys are gonna love some of the other characters I'm writing about. That uh, <laughs> way, we should save that for the next podcast. Um, how do, so? I take it Sea of Thieves is a uh, disappointment. It is a disappointment. Yes. Um, so I, I, you know, I think my impression is exactly the same as everyone else who is living in reality. So that's basically everyone except for Eurogamer that who are still like lying to themselves and their readers that this is a, an enjoyable title. So the first kind of hour or two hours of Sea of Thieves is great. You're in this like very colorful, cartoony, it's very rare. Like um it it's kind of the rare that nostalgic rare that we had with like uh Perfect Dark and 
um, Banjo Kazooie and, and all that other shit that they did, you know, Donkey Kong. Um, and it, it's very vibrant. And the water, you know, everyone's just going to tell you that the water is just the most brilliant looking water in all of video games. The, the water textures, they hit it out of the park five years to develop great triple-A water textures. I mean, I want to uh, I want to pause you for a second there and just mention, does anybody fucking care about that shit anymore? Like, <laughs> like not even water, but just like... <laughs> What could I show you in a game where I was like, look at these blades of grass, where you'd be like, wow, that's so incredible. I can't believe it. Like, so I, I feel, like we're, I feel like we're past you that. Know, you want to know what you need to get me? What? Realistic looking titties. I mean, sure. We still haven't nailed that. We still haven't nailed that. Yeah. You know, I've kind of grown an affinity for the gigantic, ridiculous Soul Calibur floppers that almost seem to live independently uh, no, from, no, from we, each we, other and just we do, all lo- we all love the jiggling <laughs> flip around in every is, which if, way if you wanna if you wanna impress me show me you gotta you gotta show me a, like a natural looking titty and that's what that would impress but but, but who impress you more from would impress you more from a western developer that already kind of strives for that or a japanese developer that has zero interest in doing that i feel like japan is just withholding their really good titty games I think they've probably already got all well, of this. Well, when you go out. to Japan, you can give us a report. I'll take you to some markets. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll we're gonna have to solve some. I, I expect there. like a full report on the TD situation. Oh yeah. I so I, I, I do want to say that like on 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 that note though, does anyone really care? I no. I care, but I feel like I feel like um, video games have gotten there kind of well before. Sea of Thieves, or that they kind of been like in the ballpark. Like the, the first time, like when Far Cry, since Far Cry comes up, the, the first time I've been impressed with like any kind of that nature shit, the sky boxes and the god rays and, you know, how the color of the water, all that kind of stuff was in Far Cry. And then they kept, you know, Ubisoft has actually done a pretty good job, I think. I was, I was thinking about this the other day, how Ubisoft kind of churns out these, um, I guess you could call them like sawmill games or whatever you want to call it, you know, where they just reuse the same mechanics. But Ubisoft is pretty good at innovating stuff and they are pretty good at putting out a nice looking game. And then I think because of all the shit that goes on with like their corporate, it's not really appreciated. And then everyone else just, you know, um, a ton of other companies come in and they like build off that. And, you know, Metal Gear Solid 5 is another one I would say has like really good character models like i don't think the rest of it looks great but i think the character models are really great um and i feel like at this point we're kind of at the point with video games where everyone is kind of building off the work of the last so that sea of thieves is like slightly better than black flag is like whatever (laughs) you know i was already wowed by this um someone's already been kind of like doing a better job before you and the fact that you just came in and, and just kept working on that just, you know, shows that we have these really kind of solid looking worlds now. So that's very nice. So if you could go just... back in time and stop the developers at Rare from spending so much time making beautiful water and instead divert their attention to another aspect of the game, where would you send them? Everything. Just Everything just, just, do, just work on anything else. <laughs> anything else. There's nothing in that game. There's nothing. It's like people call it, it it almost feels like the emperor's clothes here because people call it the perfect sandbox because, oh, nothing gets you in your way. You can go out and do anything. 
Um, I'm not partial to Minecraft, and I enjoyed my experiences with Rust, but it's not my type of thing. But I think all that in terms of COPs is bullshit, because you go out of Minecraft, and you go out of Rust, and your options are basically um, exponentially endless. I, you know, when I got into Rust, I figured out kind of a plan that was unique to me and was something that I could do because of the crafting and because of the way the world was laid out and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, I hit your little compound and, and tried to get my revenge in my little way. And then there's another guy who started, you know, I got into a little war with all that kind of stuff. And so that, that, that created, and that was like kind of the emergent gameplay experience, just giving you all of these tools um, and then giving you the sandbox to play in and then going, just saying, go and knock yourselves out. Yeah. You made and your own fun. We made our own fun. Sea of Thieves doesn't have that. Sea of Thieves has very um, strict mechanics. There's nothing in the world that you can interact with um, unless we want you to interact with it. You can interact with your ship. There are some like little toys that are fun to play with, but they get old fast. And we're talking about doing something like sticking your friend in a cannon and then shooting that cannon and watching your friend go fly off in the ocean. That's really cute. It's, it's really fun. Maybe the first time you do it. I feel like that would kill your friend, Jay. That's not nice. <laughs> no, he puts a pot on his head. <laughs> right. Yeah. I put a pot on my head. I'm safe. Yeah, he's fine. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's Sorry. How it works. Um, you know, but that you can work the sails of your ship. You know, there, people also wow. rave about the ship sailing, saying that thing that oh, <laughs> it's great. But there's a little genre. There's like a there's like a genre of game that's called Age of Sail, that was there well before Sea of Thieves. So that's not innovative. It's simplified. Um, and then there's nothing else. You you, you see, there's there's one thing to do, which is get treasure bring it back to someone who can unlock it, then gives you gold, and then you can use that gold to buy cosmetics. And that's the entire gameplay loop, and it doesn't change. There are three different factions, three different mission givers, and it's a very similar mission each time. It's always the same kind of treasure fetch quest, where one will be an actual treasure chest, one will be like a skeleton head, and one will be um, an animal, like a chicken or a pig or something that you have to bring back. But it's always just go there, fetch this, bring it back, and the only enemy in the entire game, like, there are other creatures that I can quickly list off, but for the most part, the core enemy are skeletons. You're only going to fight skeletons the entire fucking game. Uh, the same skeleton that you would fight, you know, walking around, minding your own business in Legend of Zelda. So, that's not interesting. Other creatures are basically kind of mechanics to restrict your movements. And that's how it really gets to be like anti sandbox. Um, because I'm insane. Something I really like to do in video games when I explore is I like to take my character and just go swimming and swim in any direction and see if I can swim to that Island over there or whatever. And I just do it all the fucking time. I've done it in every single game. I can get what, get, get away with it. You can't do that in sea of thieves and sea of thieves. It'll spawn a shark. Um, and the shark will have you done in one or two hits and that's it. And that, to me, is like anti-sandbox. That's anti-player. The fact that I have to be on a ship to sail um, to get from one island to the other. I, there's, no, there's, there's nothing outside of the limits that Rare kind of sets for this game. Um, and then finally, there's the Kraken, which is the biggest disappointment, I think, for players. The Kraken 
was and that's Rare's fault. Rare built up the Kraken as this incredible beast that you would get to fight and it would be epic and it would be like scaling battles. So every battle of the Kraken would be harder than last. Um but they refused to release the Kraken anywhere during Alpha or Beta. Finally the Kraken's released when the game is released, and it turns out that the Kraken is just a bunch of tentacles. The water under your ship gets dark to kind of obscure players' visions, but players have been able to swim to the water and move the camera just a little bit. People call it a glitch, but it's just moving the camera so that your eye line is um, with the water line, which, as we know, because if you've been playing video games for a long time, will always make the water textures kind of invisible. Um, and people see there's nothing. The, the Kraken doesn't have a body. So you're just fighting these tentacles. Um, An invisible Kraken? <laughs> that's actually, that, that's even more terrifying. Oh my god, right? yeah. Than a normal Only Kraken. Right. So, but you're, you're just fighting know. these tentacles. That's all you're doing. You're just fighting the tentacles. Um, just shoot at them. Whatever. The tentacles grab you. It's a long battle. Uh, if you watch it like online, it's just a long battle if you survive it. Um, it doesn't seem very interesting, and that's kind of it. There's what do you, nothing what do you else. get if you what do you get if you kill it? Nothing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that doesn't uh, sound very satisfying. Because he's not a skeleton. You might get a treasure if you kill a skeleton. If you have a hot quest dog, well then I'm kill that skeleton. I'm gonna get this game, and I'm gonna kill all the skeletons. I can't wait. Skele- skeletons are renowned for the amounts of treasure that you. Keep. It was only Lucio and I who suffered through No Man's Sky, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't really compare the two, but they sound very familiar. Yes. Yeah. What do you want to tell me all this? I was like, "Yep, that sounds familiar." Like, oh, Jay, you got. I know the feeling. So I know <laughs> know that although I have not played this game, I feel like every emotion that you felt, I too have felt. Um, except it was worse because at least Sea of Thieves is small. Um, right. Whereas No Man's Sky, I spent a very long time being like, well. Maybe the next planet will be cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then it turns yeah, out no, none of I them think, are. No, he's not. I think you guys definitely got like chapter a little worse than even No Man's Sky, but I got that. That's the exact feeling I got with Sea of Thieves, where I started like sailing to islands, like, oh, maybe the next island will be fun. Maybe there's something. Like, you know, I, thinking thinking back on it, I still remember like probably the, the most exciting moment that I had in No Man's Sky was where I found uh, my first, like, tropical planet where there was, like, water and palm trees. That was that was it. <laughs> I just... I was like, oh, yay, yay a planet yeah. a planet that isn't just different colored rocks. Uh, and I was pretty stoked. I, so yeah, there's a I, point where, like, the, the game starts giving you more, like, different biomes, but... Uh-huh. It only happens once, and it happens fairly early. So it's like okay, yeah. But like, this, I think it, about like it. I never found like Game a cre- I never found a creature where I was like, oh, this creature, like so majestic. They're oh, all no. they're, they're all, all like as big. Spot. They're all weird looking, and they're as big as you. And like, <laughs> I don't know. I think an invisible kraken actually might be better. Like, maybe let's get a guess. Well, Keep and the other the other bonus, and here's here's the one thing that it's got going for it is you can play it with your friends, and sometimes you can play a really stupid fucking game and still have a great time because you're playing it with the right people. I mean, I, we went over that in the in the chat. Um, you know, I was telling Jay, it's like, yeah, you know, people say it's funny if you play with your friends, but like. I've gone to like a grocery store with my friends and had a great time. Yeah. Not because the grocery <laughs> store was great, 
but just because I was with my friends, you know? Yeah. Like, that's why you're friends, because you get like, along with each other. It's like, uh, it's like going to a restaurant, and they're like, oh, it's an hour and a half wait. And you're like, okay, and, and you have a fun time while you're waiting, because you're with your friends. Right, exactly. So, sea, club. so sea of Thieves is like waiting for an hour and a half to get into a restaurant. <laughs> that's actually a great description. It's yeah. boring, I, I but if you do it with friends, it's okay. Thieves. Yeah. You know? Is it a good use of your time? No, you should probably just go to a different restaurant. <laughs> but, um, you know. It's, it's a like, really expensive restaurant in this case, too. Well, and there's a promise that while you're waiting in line, maybe the restaurant will get better food. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a problem. Said, yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it's not like just waiting at a restaurant. It's like waiting for like an hour and a half for like an olive garden. Right, right, right. You're at, you're at Denny's. <laughs> uh, but yeah. there's, a, again, there's a chance that while you're waiting and if you wait long enough, the Denny's will turn into maybe like a uh, Bennigan's. Right. <laughs> I don't I don't think anything turns into a Bennigan's anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Bennigan's <laughs> is even open anymore. I, I, I think Bennigan's exist. I've only been to one Bennigan's. Uh, I think they're just hanging on. Come on, Bennigan's. Let's see if it's doing it. American <laughs> Fair, Irish Hospitality. Um, this is the this is the worst story ever, but I'll tell it. The first time that I ever had uh, buffalo wings was at Bennigan's, and I was like 22. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Well, because we don't have... Uh, we, we had a chain out here uh, for a little while called Wingers. And uh, they'll they'll make you. They're still there. Well, I don't. I just don't know if they're. Uh, I don't know if they're nationwide. Um, no, I heard of them. But their their default wings are like very sweet. They're like dipped in some kind of spicy sugar sauce. Ah, cool. And so yeah. and so, I had always just assumed that's what buffalo sauce was. <laughs> right. And so when I went somewhere where they were not serving that, and I got wings, I was like horrified. Like it touched my tongue, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, like yeah, all the stories that you tell about, like about like Utah, make me think like it's like a different country. Sometimes they forgot all the. <laughs> like today when you were going like, uh, oh yeah, you know, there's a lot of guys in Thailand. I was like, oh, is that a common name in Utah? That strange place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I, I um, I don't have anything to add to that. All right, <laughs> that's all right. We have, still have, have anyone there. ever been to Benigan's on their birthday? No. Ooh, actually, when I was in when I was a kid, probably yes. I went to TGI yeah. Fridays on my birthday, and it's one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> Why TGI Fridays? I don't, I don't, th- I don't even think I wanted to go there, but somehow we wound up there. And uh, you know how, like, at a you at went a, a bad boy that year. Yeah, you, you know how, it's some, how it, <laughs> at a restaurant when it's your birthday, they come out and they like clap and sing to you. You know, that's just the thing yeah. that happens if you're at an awful restaurant. Um, they they didn't do that at this TGI Fridays. Instead, what they did is they came out and they tied a balloon to my chair. Um, and then they came out and tied another balloon to my chair. And like every five minutes, someone was coming over and they, they started tying the balloons to me. They tied one to my wrist and they tied they tied one uh, they tied one around each of my ears and then they tied one in my hair. And everyone was laughing at me because I was covered in balloons. And I was just young enough that uh, my only re- response, to th- I started to cry. I cried. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's no, that like a weird, like, you know, sex thing or whatever. I cried covered in balloons in a TGI Friday <laughs> on my birthday. <laughs> this was your 27th birthday? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I, no Michael. I was twenty three. Um, okay, I'm sorry. And I didn't like it very much. Um, I it does sound weird, weird and creepy though. So I, it, I'm with you on it that. It was weird. I've never told. It's funny. I've never told someone this story who was like, "Yeah, that's normal," and it's happened to me. Nobody's ever. <laughs> nobody's ever had this happen to them. Um, having said that, uh, pretty much everyone laughs at me when I tell them I cry. <laughs> I mean, it's it is funny. Yeah, I, it's still a good laugh. It was embarrassing being covered in balloons. I don't know why. I, I didn't do anything wrong. I, there was there was nothing to be embarrassed about. <laughs> what, what did I do? Mother? I deserve this. <laughs> Maybe I did do well, something wrong. Why am I being punished? Actually, part of me does wonder if my dad went back and like slipped him a twenty and was like, "Fuck this kid up." <laughs> hey, he was a real shit on oh, the way wow. over here. So I want you to just, I want you to mess with him as much as you can. But all right, well, should we talk about uh, a way out, uh, and then we can get to our Far Cry main course? Yeah, let's talk about that. I don't think a way out will take very long. Uh, you guys, I, I, I was being to ask before before we yeah. finish that. Before you like leave pirate games, what was with the um with the bombing my my Assassin's Creed gameplay? Uh, I think Michael was there uh at the time at my house, and I was just yeah. I was fucking around on my PlayStation, and I was like, oh, Jay's playing. First of all, I pulled up. I was like, let's see what Jay's doing. Because uh, you are the only person on my friends list who is always online. If if my PlayStation, <laughs> if my PlayStation is on and I see a friend and it has the number one next to it, I don't even look at it because I know it's just you. You know it's me. It's yeah. just, it's just Jay. But so I was like, oh, let's see what Jay's doing. And uh, I clicked on you, and it popped up and said you were playing Black Flag. And uh, both Michael and I like exclaimed at once, really. <laughs> Still, huh? Um, and uh, then I then I was like, I wonder if we can watch him play Black Flag. And so I sent I sent a request and watched you play Black Flag. It was, you, that, you did. It was everything That's I dreamed. Hot. Yeah. That hot. Not only that, but it was like um, a new copy too, because I, you know, all of the times I played it was on PlayStation Three, and I just said, Oh yeah, fuck it. I have a little extra money. Let me get it on PlayStation Four. I mean, why not? Why why not spend more money on Black Flag? I can't I can't judge too much. You guys would probably cringe if I told you how many times I've beaten Metal Gear Solid Two. No, so <laughs> the problem is not that two maybe. That he's betting it again. The problem is that he bought it again. I've I've purchased Metal Gear Solid Two at least three times. See, two? yeah, two. The one with Raiden. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh yeah, I own it uh across multiple systems. Uh and in fact I have it on the PlayStation 2 twice because I have the it was it sub it wasn't subsistence, it had a different name. Substance? Sustenance? Yeah, substance, yeah, I think it was substance. I think it was substance. That was the one it has snakeboarding. Like skateboarding. Yeah. yeah, that was it. <laughs> and it was worth. Oh yeah, well, fair, fair enough. That was worth it. Yeah. It was worth buying for snakeboarding. Come on. Yeah, fair enough. No, no, you're right. You're right. I enjoyed it immensely. I'm not even like being sarcastic. So <laughs> I, re- I really enjoy snakeboarding. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be snakeboarding. Um, anyway, neither here nor there. So that's what that was all about. Um, on the uh, on the matter of a way out. Uh, you, you guys have heard of this one, right? Like you, you. Yeah, I, I feel like it got quite a bit of press. 
um, because it's from the same guy who did uh, Brothers, which was kind of uh, well-loved. Ah, okay, yeah. Um, and uh, I forget the dude's name. It's Joseph something, but he's kind of he's kind of a character. Um, I guess he got into a little bit of trouble on like the VGA Awards this year uh, for like grabbing the microphone out of someone's hand and shouting "fuck the Oscars." <laughs> Uh, so he's just he's just a little crazy, um, but uh, anyway, he made this game uh, called A Way Out, and it's kind of unique because it can only be played with two players, uh, and it has to be played in split screen. Uh, even if you play it online, you still play the game in split screen. Like you can always see the other character, and in fact, it's kind of important from a story perspective because sometimes you're not actually like in the same room. And so one character will be getting dialogue delivered to him while you, the other character, are maybe like walking or, or navigating through an area. Um, so it's 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 a very, very unique concept. And I think Michael would agree with me when I say that it's a really cool concept. That very much so. That maybe doesn't translate into a very cool game. Also very much so. Um, I think I like it more than Michael does, but... Uh, but it definitely has some pretty big problems. I, I mean, it's every every part of it is a great idea. It's just it does not come together into something that I'm having much fun playing. The uh, the creator again. I, I I really need to look up his name. He's very proud of the fact that in this game you never do the same thing twice. Um, like he talks about he talks about like uh, there's a car chase scene. And uh, after that, he he makes sure to mention, like, there's no other car chase scenes in this game. You won't even drive a car again. Um, And uh, I I kind of like the idea of a game like that, but I find that you can't really make the game all that compelling. Because, like, by the time you figure out the ins and outs and the nuances to driving the car, you're done with the car. There there it went. No more car. I just uh, say the the car chase is kind of a, a good example of what's wrong because that's janky and broken and didn't work very well. Right. He should have talked about the canoe scene, which was actually pretty good. Yeah, uh, and actually that was that was going to be the next uh, place I went. My the very last thing that we did before we quit uh, was we we rode a canoe, and uh, Michael was in back and I was in the front, and you can pick which side you want to paddle on, and we kind of had to communicate with each other about like which way we're. How are we going to get around like this rock, or how are we going to, you know, move from here to here, or navigate these rapids, or whatever? Um, and it was actually pretty well done, and it required, you know, some actual teamwork. And uh, it, 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 that was a part of the game that like really knocked it out. But then you have like a chase scene that maybe doesn't work, or you have a car chase where the that... police car is just basically glued to the back of the truck for the entire chase. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it just it kind of lacks polish. Uh, I would love to see someone try this again, um, but I'm not confident that this is going to do well enough that someone will try this again. How much so, is this game? How much did you pay for it? Uh, oh shit, twenty nine. I think is the retail. I got it for twenty two because I bought it on Amazon. Um, because I've been looking for something like that to yeah, like yeah, play with the kids. Yeah, I was looking at this too. Uh, it's, so I will advise it's not very kid friendly. Um, Saw a penis right away. Yeah. You, you see a penis very early on. Uh, I mean, they have penises, so that's fine. Well, okay. Yeah. So as long as you're cool with your kids seeing a penis, uh, then, you know, by all means, 
Um, I mean, at what age do you start drawing penises? If you're concerned about language or, or something like that, like this won't be a this won't be a good fit. But if you're if your kids or prison are, violence, if your kids are I mean, pretty I'm much generally am, but then I caught them like listening to like hip hop, so that's uh, they're done for. Yeah, that's the end of that. So I mean, if you'd let them watch Goodfellas, you can let them play a way out all the time. That's a favorite movie. Yeah, I, hey. I figured. Um, <laughs> you let them watch the Boondock State. I mean. You know, I'm 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 no too, too Irish for me. I'm no parent, and I would never presume <laughs> to tell someone who was what to do. Um, but but honestly, like I, I think it's probably the kind of thing where um, it's maybe a little different when you're right there with them, like playing the game with them, right? And can kind of be there to guide them through like this relatively adult material. I think, you're right. This is like terrible parenting. You have no business talking about this. I mean, I think that uh, I think the it's it's probably okay. I'd probably I'd probably play this with a child, maybe. I mean, I I pretty much did. I played it with Michael. Hey, Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> oh, but zing. I'm a big boy. <laughs> you were, and you did, and you did pretty good. Uh, yeah. There's two characters. I, I, I would I would comment, but you know the. the Kids I work with tend to not be like over un, under uh, fifteen or anything like that. So by the time I start teaching them, they've already seen all this shit. Yeah, plus they live in the hood. Yeah, that's true. They live in Harlem, so uh, not all of them live in the hood. Some of them live in pretty nice affluent places. Oh, like Some Yonkers. Are even white. Yeah, Yonkers. That's basically. I right. knew it. Um, <laughs> So the uh, the other thing, and I think I think actually I don't have as many issues with the gameplay as I do the story and the tone of the game. Um, first of all, it's paced like shit. Um, you you break out of prison, and I don't feel like this is a huge spoiler. You basically you you chisel a hole in the wall, and you go sneaking through the ducts, and then you find a, a pit that you can't get down, and you realize the only way you're going to get down it is if you have sheets. And so rather than, like, find sheets right then, um, we just completely kill the momentum, and it, like, cuts to the next day, and you're working in, like, the laundry room so that you can get sheets and then sneak back out through the hole later that night and use your sheets. And um, this happens twice. They completely undercut, like, the the flow of escaping prison by being like, okay, well, let's go back to our cell, and we'll pretend that we're prisoners for one more day. Uh, because we ran into a gate that we can't open, and we'll need to figure out a way to open it. Um, can I can I just ask if the hole is behind a poster of uh, Raquel Welch? No, but this game very clearly has uh, some homages to Shawshank Redemption. Um, right. <laughs> this uh, you actually uh, uh, you make the hole behind your toilet, which does beg some questions about how the plumbing. <laughs> Uh, in the prison, where does the works. toilet stuff go? In, in fact, both Michael and I uh, uh, expressed our concern for this that there doesn't seem to be a pipe for poo to go down. Um, uh, but isn't that what happens? He like he he takes himself through shit in Shawshank. Yeah, yeah. Is that one of the Shawshank parodies. I think so. I, maybe. Oh, uh, he climbs through a river of shit and comes out smelling clean. That, it's been a long. What, that's what I thought. It's been a long time since I saw it. I just remember the warden blew his head off. Did he? Well, no, you're all right. He he did go through shit, but the warden kills himself in that movie. Or am I thinking of the Green Mile? I think you're getting the Green Mile because yeah, I don't think I think the, I think the warden is just like, oh Man. that that knucklehead he escaped. 
Yeah, he goes all crazy and he's like, ah, oh, I gotta find them. Yeah, uh, that Morgan Freeman. Why did the word? Oh, yeah, that was because they had to look through the hole. They looked at the, they had to look through the hole after, you know, behind the movie poster, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, that's how he got out. No, no, here we go. He kills himself. Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Sucks to be him. Yeah, ha. Take that, warden. Quitter. Quitter. <laughs> you told So him. the game is very stone faced serious for oh, a lot of. Anytime it's like handing out plot. It's deadly serious. Ah. And it's just the, the voice acting isn't very good. The story isn't very good. But also, once it's done handing the plot out and it goes back to you trying to figure out a way to get sheets, like you're back to some wisecracking knucklehead type uh, dialogue. Oh my god, you guys just reminded me of something else I played, but we won't talk about this podcast. Actually... How about the next one? Shit. Uh, I'm trying to find the voice actors because I really want to know who they are uh, because I'm convinced that they're not American, yeah, um, and oh uh, one of one of the guys oh, is like, yes, uh, we're gonna get out in the speak American prison." One one of the one of the guys, the guy that I, I've been I playing think Lucio, as, like nailed it. <laughs> he's like a he's like a tough Jersey wise guy, kind of doing like a uh, 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 fuck what? The, hey, we're trying to escape from prison over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. He's kind he's kind of doing like a Joe Pesci impression sort of thing, but he's got a. He, he's got some kind of like speech impediment or something. He can't. <laughs> he can't say broom. Um, there's, broom. There's a part pretty early on where a lot where, of broom stuff. There's a part pretty early on where you break you break a broom and then have to take it over to a guard so that you can distract him by being like, "I need a new broom." And it just whatever. I shouldn't laugh at it because it's not funny, but I did because he can't say broom. He says bloom. He's like, God, God, I broke my broom. Like, R's become W's for him, and I don't... Maybe that's part of the oh, Jersey accent the that I don't know, but... Uh, so, yeah, he, he broke his broom. Uh, <laughs> it's just... It's goofy. Um, it's... It's... It's too bad. I really want this to work, and it just... It doesn't quite work. I, I love the idea, but then the other thing I might say is... The actual action scenes or when you're doing stuff together feels too much like a quick time adventure or mm-hmm. quick time event adventure, which I'm honestly not that it's not that big of a problem for me. I, I kind of like uh, quick time events sure. in certain games. But in this one, what would you say? It feels kind of like it's trying to hide that it's a bunch of just quick time events linked together, That's but it's not weird. very good at it. So there's a scene where one of us has to jump over a like a a gorge or something. Oh yeah. And the other guy's on the other side to catch him. And as soon as he jumps, like it shows the button to press, and we just sit there holding the button for like ten seconds as he slow motion dies. It was, they were yeah, but it, it splits into slow Got motion him. and it takes way too long. And so like there's no way that you'd miss it. You'd have to be handicapped. Um <laughs> Although, although both Michael and I have uh, intentionally fucked with each other a couple times, like there was a part where I was crawling, there was a part where I was crawling through a fan, and Michael was holding the blade, and then he deliberately let go, uh, and 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 killed me. Classic Michael. So, would you guys say that this game is better with friends? I think whatever fun we're having has pretty much been derived from the experience of uh, working together or communicating with each other um, yeah i don't think either of us are really 
in a hurry to see what happens to uh, Leo and James? James, yeah. Vincent. Jiminy. Jiminy. Jiminy, yes. That's the other thing. But are they going to get Harvey? Yeah, that's the other thing that kind of gets me is um, there's something about like antagonists. I feel like antagonists are better when you call them by like a last name or a title. Mendoza. It's fun to go after like the puppet master or Mendoza. It's something else to go after Harvey. Like, who's just a guy with sight. Hey, man. Careful with Harvey. I mean, he doesn't even have an eye patch or something. Like, would it have killed him to give him an eye patch or, or make him like more evil or something? Anything? I mean, he's already in prison. He's literally just no, like he's a. Out, he's not in prison. Yeah, Harvey's oh, not. not. Harvey's okay. not in prison. So you're actually you're breaking out of prison to get Harvey. Um, oh. But what do you do? Harvey's just a bad dude. He he yeah, he, he, he set you both up and got you both put in prison for different reasons. What a dick. I know. He's a real dickhead. But anyway, uh, so I guess at the end of the day, I would like to finish it. Um, That's not right. I don't know whether or not. Did you send a picture of Harvey? I tried to, but. Uh, you, you sent. <laughs> <laughs> you sent a very, 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 very <laughs> long link. Uh, <laughs> that is not a link. That's not a link. Um, cool. All right. Well, I appreciate the thought that went into this. I actually wonder if this is like the base code for an image. Certainly seems like it is. I, I feel like you opened a picture up in Notepad and just sent us whatever was in Notepad. <laughs> there's, there's the link. There's Harvey. Oh yeah. Does that look like a compelling bad guy to you? Hey, this Let's take a look. This talks about voice actors. I want to know who the voice yeah, actor. Yeah, actually, I was just looking. So I want to know. Uh, I guarantee you, they're they're like Jesus French. Christ. They're all French Canadian. Um, I'm calling it right Leo now. Leo is voiced by you know, Ferris Ferris. Really quick, because since we're talking about this, have, has anyone here heard of a game called The Council? I don't think nope. so. No. It is, I as far as I can figure, it's like um, Focus Interactive and um, shit, who's a developer? It's that's a semi a semi known developer. Um, they put out this game that was like their kind of their entry into the telltale like adventure genre. Uh-huh. Um and the theme the theme of the game is that your mother is like part of this ancient order called um the Golden Dawn and it's re- basically responsible for deciding The Golden Dawn, you something. mean like the uh fascist organization from Greece? Yeah, it's really weird. Um, it's really weird. So, but you know, George Washington is part of it. Napoleon is part of it. Um, and your guy, who's supposed to be like this French, this young French super detective, who's into the occult, he's part of it. And the voice acting is like just so fucking bad. Like I so wish that they had just recorded the thing in French because it was a French studio and had subtitles because the act, like the main character, sounds like kind of this bored. Like I wonder if they just pulled the first American they could find in Paris, and it was like, "Hey, do the voices for us," because um, it just sounds wrong. It just sounds completely wrong, and it sucks the enjoyability out of an otherwise pretty decent game. So, looking at this, I like this whole thing even less now, um, <laughs> because it turns out, as I expected, uh, this. Jersey fella is not American. He is Lebanese. Um, but he's also the director's brother. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, I see. So, yeah. Um, well, he does have uh, Leo's nose, though. No, yeah, that nose is real, 100%. Um, it's not a Jersey nose. It's a fucking Lebanese nose. Um, Conversely, the guy who plays my guy would appear to be American, but he's also only a year older than I am. Huh. That's kind of weird, too. Um, Why is that weird? Is he supposed to be like younger? He's like 45 in the game. Yeah, he's oh. he's pretty old. <laughs> uh, whereas Ferris, Ferris, he does seem to be the age of the character. Also, that's really cool that his last name is his first name. This is this is like a literal. Sure, his first name is his last name. His his this is a literal like Mario Mario situation. <laughs> it exists. It exists. Somebody actually did this to a child. They're like, I'll make your I'll make your last name your first name. Mother, why? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I knew I I knew right from the get go. I was like, this is this guy doesn't speak English as a native language, or or, or like he does, but it's just it's not going to be uh, perfect. And uh, I was right. So there you go. Um, we've so maybe we like talk about Far Cry next week. <laughs> Yeah, we may we may have to dig deeper into it uh, next week because we spent so long hearing the story about how you got Far Cry, Jay. Hey, they, like, I can't and cat, help it. And catfish. Listen, is there something any, like in the real world, is there something any more Far Cry that you can do than help like, a Muslim karate instructor with his banking inside a, of a sneaker shop? A yeah, that, front. that does sound pretty Far Cry. <laughs> All right. Isn't um, Far Cry the game about having a long draw distance? Well, that was definitely uh, that the original. Yeah, that was pretty much its uh, biggest. Its biggest like uh, thing of importance was the original Cry Engine, um, which rendered beautiful beaches and a really hollow, boring game that mm-hmm. <laughs> fit inside it. Yeah, the first Far Cry is awful. Um, how are you uh we could still talk first impressions um how how have you enjoyed your very brief experience with far cry so far jay i've loved it so far i I think you know people have been calling it the best in the series i still need time to judge far cry 4 was actually despite my huge problems with kind of like the two lead characters um far cry 4 is probably my favorite Mm -hmm. but so far what i've seen of five kind of tops it in every way, and Montana looks like amazing. It's just like I was get to shoot white people. We're kind of um, <laughs> we, Far Cry was uh, really on a roll with its uh, really like what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's, it's very like uh, flagrant, uh, kind of uh, over the top villains, and they've kind of scaled it back for. And I guess here maybe the big criticism that I have it's not even really a criticism it's disappointing to me how real all of it is um, I, I, I don't know how I feel about that yet I'm because I'm, I'm 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 feeling the same thing you're feeling because it feels like they tried to make um Eden's gate that's like the name of the villains they try to make Eden's gate feel a bit more realistic when pagan men was super over the top um Shit, I'm gonna forget his name. The guy uh, Voss. from three was Voss was super over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this feels a little scaled back in that regard, and and a little yeah. bit more grounded. And the the main character or the main villain, uh, the the is it Joseph? I think it's Joseph. 
See, and that's like that's a problem right off the bat. Is I I'm already having trouble keeping the Seed Brothers. Might as well uh, be named Harvey. Straight. Um, <laughs> but uh, well, no, he's he's better than Harvey for sure. I can tell you that right now. Um, I, I I've kind of enjoyed him so far. I I feel like he's doing it for me as a Far Cry villain. He's, from what I've seen of him. He's not there a lot. At least so far, he's not. Um, Pagan Min's really front loaded, and and Voss is really front loaded. And like Pagan Min's like getting on the radio and taunting you all the time. Uh, Joseph Seed kind of just disappears after the intro of the game. Um, but it's like a really, it's like a really great intro. It's a really intense intro, and it's a little terrifying. Like it's actually a little scary. I think. Yeah, I felt anyway. I mean, it, it's it's well done, and uh, and like I said, I mean, I I feel like I wonder, I I feel like there's times in this game, almost certainly. Where they're like, man, we sure are exaggerating. And it's like, no, people really do think that way. Yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah. And See, I, 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 but I wonder because. Well, I, Ubisoft I, is I, like a French Canadian studio. There's, there, there'll be like a crazy character, a crazy character. I'm putting that in air quotes here. Who will talk, right. who will talk about like the deep state and how like people, the government's coming to control their minds. And like, that's kind of your buddy. That's like the guy who helps you out. Uh, sure. I mean, fucking everybody, everybody in this game, even the good guys in this game are fucking paranoid weirdos. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to be friends with anyone in, in this game in re- in real life. Um, yeah. and, uh, much like I don't want to be friends with anyone who lives in Montana. So, you know, they were pretty much true to form. Oh, snap. Hey, Michael got out. Yeah, all right. I live in Montana. So, so, now I live in the enlightened utopia. I was, I was watching on the commentary the other day where they were interviewing people from Montana, and one guy was like saying, "Oh, if you know, by the Second Amendment, if the um, if the government has tanks, they should allow me to buy tanks." And I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds no. that sounds." Now, that sounds... Hold, hold on, let me just clarify. I lived in Montana for a long time. I have not seen right. They're definitely there. But I did not see libertarian wackos, anything like I encounter in Utah every day in the entire time that I lived there. I mean, I believe you, Michael, because I live in Florida and, you know, most people aren't in Florida, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. I'm serious. No, that's that's a good comparison. But see, that's what the here's here's the thing I want to ask, I think, Jared in particular, um, because I kind of wrote like at length. With about on the website about Far Cry Four and how I feel like I felt like the um shit I forget I forget the, what the name was it was like the Golden Path or something like that yeah yeah but um, you're you're two you're two little side buddies you're two little side buddies the 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 radicals basically turn to extremists and become like terrorist leaders at the end of the game mm-hmm. um I feel like. Far Cry, I feel like Far Cry just did this with everyone except for Voss. I felt like Voss and Far Cry 3 was the only one where it was like, okay, this is 100% fictional. It's really go crazy. But I felt like Far Cry 2 and Far Cry 4 were trying to get at, like, real characters. Uh, like, they wanted... It almost felt like the game was trying pretty hard to make you believe that, like, um, the Jackal was a real person in Africa. He was, like, a real kind of uh, warmonger and that these warlords you were fighting were, like, real guys. And it felt like they were trying to do something like um, with Amita, and I always forget the guy's name, in terms of basically, oh yeah, this is how you get someone like Osama Bin Laden. 
Or this is how you get someone like Fidel Castro. That's what it felt like in Far Cry 4 and Far Cry 2. So I feel like they were trying to get at real people, but they didn't quite nail it. And they were missing something. So I am wondering if Far Cry 5, them feeling like a little more realistic, I wonder if that's what they were trying to do the entire time. And this time they were able to nail it because this is something that's very familiar to them, just like it's very familiar to us. It, uh, it doesn't hurt that since Far Cry 4, those people have made themselves known and very loudly. I'll make a uh, I'll make a concession that's to true. I'll make a concession to Michael, which is uh, this uh, the type of folk that are represented in Far Cry 5 are closer to Wyoming for me than they are Montana. Um, <laughs> But if you took the population of Wyoming and put it in the beautiful mountains of Montana, I feel like you wouldn't be that far off. And I'm sure there's some uh, lovely towns in Montana that this actually pretty accurately represents as well. But um, and, and back me up on this. Tyler is a trailer park name. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and I was telling Lucio in chat, uh, I've you, 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 a big mechanic is you can hire uh, just about uh, like half of the people you rescue in this game. You can also hire to be your followers. Yeah. And like the first five of them that I found were all named Tyler. And I really, <laughs> I really don't know if it's a bug because they all had different last names. I it's really not like a bug. I really don't I know if it's a bug or if this game there. really like has a definitive stance <laughs> where they're like, yeah, we know that we, we know there's a lot of Tylers up there. Like we're aware. <laughs> Tyler sounds like a Montana name. And if your name's Tyler, I'm sorry that your name's Tyler. I'm not sorry about what I said. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, prove him wrong, Tyler. Don't be a little bitch. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler. Uh, but yeah, anyway, it's uh, it's one of those things where I actually I have a feeling that they thought they were making satire. A lot of times, that they're just not. Um, but see, but but Michael like made a very good point because he's like, you know, he's, he said in, in time since Far Cry 4, these people have come to exist. And I feel like I even felt like that with like my own writing where I wrote something that was extreme back in the day. I, and I look at it now and it's tame with like what we're kind of dealing with. Um, and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Far Cry 5 went through something similar because you have to imagine how long they were developing it and how long they were writing it. Yeah. And at some point when they were writing these insane characters, the country just got more insane. It just might have not or might have been accidentally not satire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I will say there is there is one way in that they're wrong here, uh, which is that the, the, the villains in Far Cry 5 are uh, very, very, very deeply motivated by uh, religion. And uh, I feel like the, the villains that we have in real life are more motivated by their hatred of colored people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and actually, yeah, the uh, uh, Eden Gate is very inclusive, and that is not real. Yeah, Eden's Jerry, Gate. You have no right to say that. E Eden's Gate there is black actually... people fought on the Confederate side in the Civil War. Yeah, uh, and you mean the War of Northern Aggression? That's right against the Yankees. I mean, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot easier for uh, for Ubisoft to not have like heat brought down on them for having their having their villains, you know, celebrate this this fake religion. Uh, that's going to be a lot easier for people to swallow than having them be a bunch of racists. So they were probably smart to veer to that side more than the other. But uh, yeah. yeah, anyway. There's... And hey, some of these people we've seen are like, like, I think the difference between Far Cry 5 and the real world is that in Far Cry 5, it's always tied back to religion. But you can find a couple of these like nut jobs in the real world where which is definitely a big part of it. Like the um, Oregon militia. 
there's they are unmistakably they call themselves Christian. You know that doesn't make them Christian, but they call themselves Christian. They was um, patriots. It was. <laughs> now, so I will say, of course, uh, that while while I do feel like there's some mentality that's very accurately reflected uh, in this game, the the overall world is of course very far from reality. Uh, there are bodies everywhere uh and and people being murdered just on the street left and right like it it's pure unadulterated chaos and yeah. uh and actually that's a really common criticism i've seen in the game and i don't necessarily know that i would levy it but i do see the point uh which is this game is really 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 aggressive and if you're not being attacked it's just because you haven't walked far enough yet but that's but let's let's be honest. That's kind of not only is that every Far Cry that was like a criticism constantly through the game. Just no one cared because before it was always about brown people and brown countries. I mean, maybe <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I feel You're like wrong. I feel like it's a little more oppressive than uh, four, but I could be wrong about that. Um, it's been a little while since I played four, um, but I you you if you just stand on the street. And don't move. You'll almost certainly be shot at, like within <laughs> within minutes. Uh, there's there's no there's no escape from the action. And um, I do kind of agree with the the criticism or concept of like if everything if the game is always dialed up to eleven, um, you you never get like those. Uh, nothing ever feels exciting, right? It's it's Call of Duty syndrome. Uh, where if every second is top tier excitement, then you don't get these like exciting moments or huge set pieces uh, where, I, I where understand something really cool saying. happens. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I just feel like Far Cry has always been a very kind of unforgivably vaguely, um, aggressive series. I feel like Far Cry 4 was pretty aggressive. I feel like that might have be, even been my review. I have to look back over it, but Far Cry 4 is always, always throwing shit at you. Um, and yeah. part of the plot line was that, you know, Someone had dumped, pagan men had dumped so many drugs into the water stream that every animal was like jacked up on drugs. So animals were always looking to kill you. Um, and that's very, that's very high. much, uh, that's very much a theme here as well. Uh, especially for <laughs> the, the game's, uh, bosses are separated into different subsections. And the, uh, I'm tackling the female, uh, boss first. And, uh, her, her kind of specialty is is uh psychedelics and and drugs and uh yeah so that's a that's a very heavy theme uh for the segment of the game that I'm in right now speaking yeah. of which when when you play jay um i do do either the girls quests or the guy to the south um and leave the guy up to the north and we'll we'll try and like do that one together um, okay. And that way, I don't know how it records progress. I don't know if, like, if I jump into your game and we clear an outpost, I don't know if we both get that outpost. I would hope that's how it works, but uh, I guess we'll just have to see. But yeah, let's give it a go. Anyway, it's uh, it's more Far Cry. Uh, it's fixed some of the kind of tedious aspects of the old ones. Uh, there's a moment really early on where you climb a. Uh, uh, tower oh, yeah. and uh, the guy the oh, guy the guy in the ra- no it's not uh, the guy no, it's not. the guy it's in not. the radio immediately points out he's like now i know what you're thinking you're thinking i'm gonna make you climb a bunch of these and he's like don't worry you'll never he's like you'll never <laughs> climb one again yeah it's, it's actually pretty cute yeah there's actually you, you'll you'll see later on jay there's a there's a few self-referential moments uh <laughs> More than one actually in, in fact i think the word far cry is spoken out loud at some point 
Oh, you nice. really are the far cry. You really were the farest cry. But, <laughs> uh, what's what's this, Michael? Is this a picture of your home? This is the Montana that I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that guy's there. It's just that if what what you don't see is seconds later he's attacked by like a zombie person <laughs> who's hopped up on drugs. Um, there's just there's there's never a chance to take a breath. If you encounter a friendly person, uh, you've got you got to get whatever information they have out of them real quick because they're about to be attacked. <laughs> and so are you. Um, but it's fun. I, I'm in, I'm enjoying it so far. It was enough to occupy my whole day. So, it's, yeah, I've, I've I've enjoyed it. I I had a couple of false starts, but I've been having a lot of fun. And you know, the other thing I liked is kind of the reduced UI. Like um, Far Cry's never been big on UIs anyway. Yeah. Um, but there's really nothing in your way in this game at all. No, uh, I don't even think there's there's. Uh, is there a mini map? Uh, like, no, I don't think so. If there is, I haven't noticed it. I think there's just the compass at the top of the screen. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, I think, I think that's all. So yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot happening there. Um, I'm, I'm getting to a point where the difficulty is kind of starting to ramp up a little bit. Um, the, the early parts of the game are pretty breezy, uh, go by pretty quick, but it's definitely getting a little tougher. Um, We'll see. I'll I'll have to play more of it before I can really say whether or not I'm a I'm a tremendous fan of it. But it's it's been fun so far, and it's definitely got me hooked on the open world trappings. It doesn't have the problem that I have with a lot of these kind of games where I get dumped into them, and there's so much stuff to learn at once that I just don't. So yeah, yeah I, I I feel like um, I don't know. I I, I and I I'm guilty of this too because I've like kind of ignored Far Cry for years, but I do feel like Far Cry kind of does a lot with the open world genre that no one else thinks of for a while, and then you finally see it start to pop up in other games, like, years later. Um, and there's something, I don't know, there's something for me, I, I, like I said, I mentioned this on the um, on the pre-show, but there's something for me about fighting in the United States of America, about having that like as a backdrop for a game, like, modern day, as I always like, GTA, all that shit, um, so I don't know. I uh, while I was playing, my sister came over and picked up a package, and she brought her boyfriend with her, and he was watching me play while she was upstairs, and he he was like, "What's Did this?" Did he really identify with some of those people? No, he, he was like, "What's this?" And I told him, and he's like, "Oh," and there was just kind of a little pause, and he's like, "Is it like Fallout 4? Um, <laughs> and uh, you were like, "Get out of my house!" I well, I kind of thought about it, and I was like, "God, a lot more than it used to be." Like. Yeah, it's actually it's it's pretty damn close. <laughs> so that says a lot more about Fallout than it does Far Cry. But uh, yeah, uh, I think actually I'd rather there's a stronger chance that I will finish Far Cry Five than Fallout Four. That sounds about right. So, fair enough. All right. Well, uh, we'll 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 circle back to this because there'll probably be more to discuss as you've kind of caught up to me. And uh, maybe we can get into the the plot a little further, and uh, maybe I can even show Michael some of the game or something like that, and he can give a more impassioned defense of Montana and their. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm I'm basically going to be playing this game all week. I don't I don't know that. I'll I mean, I mean, I like else. I like Moose Drool. It's good. It's a good beer. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying that nothing goes right up there. I bet those guys have some curious thoughts about the uh, overreach of state and government. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> I've listened. I've read some notes and and, uh, and and listened to some voicemails on machines in in this game where I'm like, oh man, they, <laughs> they might have just recorded like their crazy cousin calling, <laughs> and and just were like, well, I'll just stick that in the game. Uh, someone also pointed out that the uh, the cult's uh, logo is uh, very, very, very similar to Scientology's uh, cross that they use. Oh shit! Um, so we'll see. We'll see what they're inviting by by doing that. We'll see how that goes. Oh no, it's not the Scientologist. Well, I mean, that is generally a group that it's better to not upset. That, yeah, yeah, that's that, that, That's one hundred percent right. Let's not riff with them. A group better left alone. I, this is actually right now. This is kind of a a brave game to make. Um, yeah, that's yeah. true. And uh, I think it's almost. Another was I, there were people upset about the whole. I was to say, I'm sure it's already upset some people. And uh, I mean, it, there's something to upset everyone mm-hmm. in, in this game. I beat up. I'm a sure bunch it also of, gave some people some gigantic boners. So I had a I had a quest where I had to beat up some pigs, and so I mean. <laughs> There's like helpless I, I, pigs. I, again, I gotta say, this is like I, I I do have to get deeper into it and see exactly how much my offense. Although I doubt, I I highly doubt this game will do anything to upset me. Um, because everything everything's circle and it seems right so far. But again, I will say that these have always been like common Far Cry complaints, but no one cared before because it was brown people. Uh, yeah, had I agree. <laughs> so what? Um, well, you had the weird like Tibetan slash Indian one. People like, so what? Yeah, <laughs> that's what them places be like. Yeah, so I don't know anything about Tibet, and I don't care. That's that's <laughs> not a that's not an unfair comparison, really. Uh, I I mean, again, it, it's the it's the group that calls everyone else snowflakes who usually wind up being the most snowflakey of all. That's true. Uh, and so I, I'm sure that this is going to upset some folk. Um, and and, oh, pro- yeah. and probably already, already I was going to say, probably already has. I haven't followed it all yeah, that yeah, closely, yeah. but I, I'm sure there's been some outrage for this game already. Of course. And there will be more further further along in the pipes. But it's... An outrage is a horrible thing to waste. It's fun. Um, I have two questions for Michael. Um, one, yep. in Montana, does everyone mm. have a bomb shelter? <laughs> I can't think of. I never met anybody, but actually, now that you mentioned it, I would imagine there's probably some people who had some. Okay, because everybody has some in this game. Uh, and then two, and this is entirely unrelated from anything that we've talked about in Japan. <laughs> yes. When a do they have bomb shelters? When a child wants to refer to their parent, what do they call them? So. You'd call them mom and dad, but there are actually specific, formal, humble ways of referring to one's own oh, parents. Uh... Nope, that's for other people's parents. Oh, okay. Maybe Chi-Chi or Haha. Chi-Chi or Haha? Yeah. Boy, I... Oh, so, sounds like a 70s so, line. So anime, anime like. Like duet. It's Chi-Chi and Haha. I went and saw, uh, I went and saw a movie uh that took place in japan and the the kid calls his parents by their first names and i was wondering if that was cultural or if it was just a weird kid like me no, that's that's weird fucking kid. weird because when i was little i i think I, he's a weird kid in any culture don't you don't most kids yeah. have that phase didn't you ever go through a phase where you called your parents by their first name my mom told me to call call mm. me 
call her by her first name, and I tried, and my dad immediately got pissed about it. So I got <laughs> He's like, you don't understand, <laughs> Jared, that I'm like, that I'm Hispanic. What is that? I don't. What do Hispanics call their parents? No, you don't understand, Jared. You're right. I don't explain it. <laughs> yeah. No, Jared, you don't let's, understand. Let's just say that uh, you just don't do stuff like that. What is your What does your kid call you? Dad. Okay. See, so that wasn't that hard to explain. What I mean is, you just don't like do. You, I don't. I won't go to my dad and be like, "Hi, Hector." <laughs> yeah, just probably get my ass kicked. Try it out. Call me boy. Give it a try. I mean, it's good. No. Of course, Jay's not going to call his dad Jamal. That's his name. It's going to be weird. It's going to be confusing. He's going to, you know, but like Michael could really easily. Oh, wait. No, that doesn't work either. No. He's <laughs> Michael, too. Yeah. Huh. Well, shit. All right. I'll call him Big Mike. See how he likes that. All right. Give that a try. <laughs> you might like that, actually. No, hey, Big, Big, Big Mike. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, then you could be little Mike. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so good. What if what if you do that? What if what if you call him up on the phone? And you're like, "Hey, Big Mike," and he doesn't miss a beat, and he's just like, "What's up, little Mike?" <laughs> That'd be the best outcome I could hope for. Yeah, that's not bad. I I was actually I was actually called little Jamal growing up, and I hated it. Little Jamal. Ah, oh, I'd call you LJ. <laughs> yeah. Because pretty good. It's Lil, it's Lil Jamal, but it's also Lip Job. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Never mind that. <laughs> that anyway. just sounds creepy now. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, if you enjoyed our podcast today, I feel like you should click that old subscribe button on your iTunes or your uh, whatever the other one is, the, the Androids. And uh, after you're done with that, go check us out on Facebook and Twitter. We're at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. And uh, we'll see you next week. We'll play a little more Far Cry and talk a little bit more about Hillbillies. And we're going to have a great old time. So I think with that, we are out.